I don't think I've ever had friends. I'm just so lonely all the time. Do you know what? It's my fault. Because, you know, I complain about not having anyone, but this, the minute anyone does come to my life and I have a chance, I do nothing with it. I just don't know what's wrong with me. And everyone tells me I'm young and I have time. But it's still hard. I was in a dual master's program my first year in grad school, and it was maybe nine of us. They asked me to do something, and I remember how I responded to them asking me to do something. I said, no. Like, I'm not going to that <laughs> shit. And they never asked me to do anything. Yeah, they never asked me to do anything ever again. I was like, thunk it. <laughs> yeah. So I remember think I remember I playing that scenario. Like <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I remember playing that scenario back in my mind and was just like, man, you were a fucking asshole. Like, and you didn't put yeah. yourself out there. So that's why you don't fucking have those connections. So it's a red flag. I've only been drunk, maybe like f all the way fucked up, probably once in my life to where I was like, fucked. And then belligerent, probably three times for maybe maybe six times where i'm like you know annoying mm. but other than that that's you know not i'm not much of I'm, yeah. I'm not a belligerent drunk i'm a so i've only been to that point maybe four times belligerent mm. so, or just fucked up just fucked up because i because okay. i'm not i'm not a belligerent drunk i'm a gotcha. i'm a i love everybody and like yeah. i just want to like lay down right i'm here using that as like a catch-all when i yeah. say belligerent i'm using that as a catch-all for just like kind of showing your ass but it could be in a loving way yeah because if anything like the, i'm low-key like i'm i'm probably less aggressive if i'm drunk than if i but i'm more loud if that makes sense oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. same yeah. yeah only only one time was i like a liability when i was drunk <laughs> this motherfucker and, and it problem. was <laughs> yeah like it was like it was like a it was a, an extreme problem like people were like oh, it was Jesus. it was a time i was eddie i think i told you about this but it was a time i was drugged uh, uh, say it again. It was the time or I was drugged. You were drugged. Yeah. So no, no, not. Yeah. So <laughs> say it again. <laughs> <laughs> you you were what? <laughs> Make sure it's recording. I know. <laughs> no, that's not. What I meant. This is top tier content. This is top tier content. 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 <laughs> I meant tell the story again, not repeat the sentence again. So so I was. This is the clip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the clip. This is the clip. Yeah. Hey man, we we're professionals. That's what we do. Yeah. I was I was at a bar in Athens, Georgia, and I got uh you know, just like a cheap like light beer or something. Um they brought it out on a on a platter where it went to me and like a bunch of girls. I'm assuming that a guy tried to drug a girl, got my drink, and I was drugged. The only reason I knew I was drugged because um and this was during when I was you know, during my MBA program, I was moonlighting as a lab tech for um uh, Athens Clark County government. And I thought something was off because I have I have a I have a huge tolerance. Like I've been drinking for a long time. Yeah. I'm also a, a, a pretty big guy, so it takes a lot to like get me to that point. So I tested myself using the equipment um, that I had access to as a lab tech, and I popped. Wait, for just fucking... like was it in the car or something, or it was on what you? What do you mean? Like you said, you tested yourself using the equipment you had access to, but I'm assuming you were at a bar. Did you just? Keep no, it was, it was the next. It was the next day. Time? So it was like so like that that ah, happened like that happened okay, like okay. a Friday night. I woke yeah. up like really, really fucked up, and like people were telling me about like what happened, and then I went to work at as the lab tech like the next like morning at like ten. Um, so I tested God myself damn. that next morning. Damn. Were you like That's out of your? 
were you like in control of yourself? Like, could, were you? Because yeah, I just I guess like the I know for you like you kind of preface it by saying, well, hey, I have a higher tolerance for for alcohol anyway. But if you get drugged, that's a whole nother. So thing, you know I. Right? The the experience was weird, so I I effectively blinked. I re, I remember the last time I was coherent, and it was like mm. I blinked, and it was like I woke up and I was I woke up on somebody's floor. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, I can't and and, and I was I was sending text messages that whole that whole time, so I was up and about. I was coherent. Uh, Damn, at but least to at least. Yeah, at least for the for the perspective of outside parties, I was going here, yeah. but I remember absolutely none of it. Damn, that's terrifying. Cause right, yeah, I it mean, was extremely like, scary. Because that means there was a a guy around who was like, look, and not to make it funny, but like obviously there was a, there was a man who was trying to do something fucked I, up, I, and he was watching like the wrong person get wobbly, or or I'm wondering whether or not he was like, I'm wondering if something did happen i'm i'm you know? i'm very i'm i'm hoping that it happened to me and he only. just cut his losses only yeah. me and like no woman right. got like caught up in that situation right. like i'm i'm yeah. i feel like that's the best possible situation i mean scenario I so. in that situation where like some guy was like being a fucking asshole and like i wasn't i wasn't taking advantage of like i woke up on a friend's yeah, floor yeah. like you know people got me people got me there you know, I right. woke up the next morning and like was like groggy and like checked my text messages and had a laugh about it. So um I think that's the best case scenario in that situation. That's wild. Like it's cr- it still is it, it just be tripping me out to think that it's, it's niggas do that shit. Like niggas really be on that type of time. Like they go it's out really with a, shit. Yeah. Cause you gotta buy it. Like, is there like it seems like a lot of stuff is like lack of education or lack of like understanding or like kind of sense of entitlement and things like that. But when you buy a drug to knock somebody the fuck out secret, like there's no way for you to like, that's just psychopathic. Like that's probably one of the most craziest situations in that. Like you're not even on some human type of time. If you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And like, and also, just just making it a bit more lighthearted, like the stories after that were effectively like after, because again, there was a point where I was again seemingly coherent to to my friends at the bar, but like them telling the story of them trying to get my ass into like the backseat of a car, <laughs> he was like, just beating everybody up like Captain like... America in the fuck. <laughs> It was, no, it was because again, I'm not a belligerent drunk, but it was more like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go to sleep right here on, on like in like the middle of the fucking street. Good like night. I'm just gonna. I'm taking that beer. Okay, take a nap right there then. Good night. <laughs> Good night. You guys can just leave me, man. I got this. I got this. Yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> I got this. Just leave me on the streets. Don't worry. <laughs> I forced before. And it's yeah. like, and it's like, I will survive. Yeah, and it's like four women basically just like forcing me into the backseat of a fucking car. Like, it's just like hilarious. Throwing you on their shoulder. Oh, Yo, shit. that's a, because uh, on Twitter, somebody was talking about like, oh, yeah, you've seen that video of, actually, you know, let me introduce podcast. Uh, welcome everybody to Waving the Red Flag, the number one uh, dating and um, <clears throat> assault survival podcast in the universe, just to keep it serious. Uh, it's your boy Eddie. It's Josh. It's Alvin. Welcome to the show. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about some. Like more lighthearted shit. We were serious, not lighthearted. Making a clear target. Executive target. decision. A, a, ton, a tonal shift. Mm. A tonal shift. Ah, a tonal shift. Yes, yes. After an intermission. 
of one second. Okay, so now did y'all see that video where uh old uh thick young thick young woman, by the way, um she was in uh she was in, in Japan and she was Ooh. just showing all the ways you know you know you know what I'm I mean, I, I know. <laughs> Boy, the first know two exactly. seconds of that video I know exactly what fucking video you're talking about. <laughs> I'm fully, I'm fully tracking what video you're referring to. Boy. No, America really could never. And I'm going to tell you a couple reasons why. First of all, there's no trash on the streets of Japan. It's actually disrespectful to eat and walk. You get your food, you sit down to really enjoy the food, enjoy the culture. So there's no trash cans on the street because it's like, why would you need one? Another thing before... I saw that video on TikTok a couple weeks ago, nigga. Every time I see it, boy. Rewind, rewind, rewind. <laughs> I don't even care about the whole, yeah, okay, Japan's great anyway. <laughs> and start from the mm. beginning. Brian McKnight, we start back from one. Let's do it. She's Let's apparently a musician. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Nice. Like, professionally. Yeah, I, she got videos on her t- I went to the page, my nigga. Um, but yeah, she got pictures. I to the page, bro. <laughs> Down. This nigga but Josh yeah. investigating. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm, what do we got, Following y'all? Following breadcrumbs. Oh, uh, I really enjoyed the oh, first five hello. seconds. You. Wow. Hello there. Who are you? It's like, hello, I am, right. I am, I am Joshua from Waving the Red Flag podcast. <laughs> you might have heard of this. I noticed <laughs> the yams, and I thought... <laughs> I couldn't help but be taken aback by the um, first three seconds of your most yeah. popular video. Would you like to tell me more this, about Japan? This ass? <laughs> mm, mm, yes, that one. Yeah. Could it be you mine? anything about... Do you know anything about Commodore Matthew Perry? You're just like getting Mm. real philosophical and like fucking historical about this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to keep them guessing, keep them on on the toes. You know what I'm saying? Really? Because that's that's where the essence of the vagina juice lives is in the mind, my brother. So when you actually Mm. penetrate the cranium, you know what else you can penetrate as well? Yeah. Consensual. Spinal fluid. Okay. Of course, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. With no malintent, with no um, uh, manipulation. No. Mm-hmm. All right. So just seduction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, just, it's just being. It's just being that nigga. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yes, yes. Th- this video. I'm still. See, you done fucked up. <laughs> we done, yeah, we're not even going to talk about the. <laughs> the <laughs> I know this nigga finna pull the video right now. This nigga ain't even finna be participating. This nigga just finna fuck. Hmm. He said, matter of fact, y'all, I'm gonna see y'all next week. I'm just I, know. I got some I gotta, <laughs> I gotta I, I, check I just out end the podcast right there. This has been yeah. waving the red flag podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta send a DM, honestly. I think right. I'm in love. <laughs> I gotta go find a video on TikTok again. I, I know I saved it. I know I liked it for sure. Yeah. That's crazy. This motherfucker. <laughs> Bookmarks. It's it's not on the bookmark, but it's definitely got a heart on it. That's for damn sure. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you didn't download the video, did you? Nah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's why. That is why. That is why. That he, is why. But he got it as his, as the background on his phone right now. I got that <laughs> bitch as a gift. It it's a gift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just the first three seconds. Every time you open his phone up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was just I was just bringing that up because um, like why was I bringing that up? Oh yeah, because I was saying oh, that too. Uh, and it's look the talent in, in in Japan is not great in that regard. There are some exceptions, oddly enough, um, Ooh. like like d- domestic, you know domestic uh really or and fauna domestic yeah, there, brews there are some de- there are domestic some domestic brews? brews that are an exception to that rule oh my this nigga josh, this nigga josh face because <laughs> <laughs> like I had, why, yeah. why you do that josh <laughs> like, why? 
I'm sorry. Yo, let me call my horny ass down. I, said, okay. I, heard <laughs> I know. This nigga Josh was like, whoa. Oh, no, shit. I saw one. I got to go to Japan. It's fat ass. I, I saw <laughs> one Asian, Asian girl. I saw one thick Asian girl one time in college. And like that was like like no surgery, no enhancements. Just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or at least it looked that way. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. Well, this is in college, bro. Like, you know, they wasn't doing that shit back then. You know, That's oh, before the move. Oh, yeah, we yeah, we are college 1900s. students. So, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, yeah. Oh, well, no. All of that was just to say there there are some exceptions, but they but they're very few and far between. Like I had one homeboy who he found one and it was like, where did you where did you find her? That's yeah. crazy. Um, but it was like, oh he, he very he talented. Pulled he pulled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, that was oh. his. That was that was one of his. That was that was his, it was his main situation. If that makes sense. Because he was he was that that old boy was out here. So yeah. What what, what was his ethnicity? It's, oh, it's, is old boy he in the black. room with us right now? He black? No, no, no. I wish. It's old boy in the room. I know, right? Is he, right, right. This, this nigga's been like, yeah, you know, he's, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's multiracial. You know, he's from, he's from the Atlanta area. Yeah, right. The nigga used to have long hair, but he kind of cut it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. He's calling Freddie. I don't know. Yo. But you said, okay, so you said he was black. He was black. He's a light skinned guy. Uh, he was from, he was like Chicago. Uh-huh. Not that it's relevant. I know. This you know. nigga yeah, just yeah. trying to make up different things. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, like light skinned guy, long, you know, long hair. He was, he was care, tall. You know. Now he was written no, he was real tall. He was he was six. Mm. He was like six three. So it was yeah. <laughs> I got a chance. That's that's what that's what I'm hearing. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh but bro. You you definitely have. I'm tired of this nigga Josh trying to pretend like he don't know that he got the juice. I'm tired of this shit for real. This This nigga Josh like, oh, I have I have a chance. Oh, shut up! Really don't. don't, don't. See, look, man, y'all niggas is thinking the grass is greener, bro. On Instagram, being like, oh, I feel kind of fat today, and it's like. Y'all niggas thinking that it's like, bro, like the grass is not greener, my nigga. Like you gotta love yours. I'm just trying to love mine. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We didn't see you operate, bro. Come on now. We know what's up. We know what time it is. No, nah, I mean that was. Yeah, come on. Now. I, I know say, this nigga. Nah, this nigga was thinking about how he was gonna counter that one. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. really fucking. Nah, shit. nah, because I don't see Eddie was what when we was in Atlanta together. Eddie was way better than me. That nigga had way more like more uh, more more shit. Eddie, going you did on have clout did. for real. You did have emotion. Okay, well, appreciate that, yeah, thank you. That you nigga did have emotion for real. He had a special type of motion. Goddamn, like that nigga was. <laughs> he was telling me about one girl. Oh, no, 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 bro. No, not that one. It's no. Oh, okay. Well, you know, and he, and he was pure asshole in Atlanta too, bro. It, it ain't like it ain't like he was doing this, you know, like some nice guy shit. Right. This nigga was the worst asshole in the in the clique oh, in the man. crew. It's not even. Hold on. This is bro. Oh. And th- oh man, but like, this, but it was just the thing that really just pushed it over the edge was that he will always bring them home, and like he was always doing shit on his budget on his time. We had a lot of time, but still, but you, but you know the condition of the of the spot. It was, it was, it was low key. It was the, fucked up, but it was a nice spot. It was a nice spot, nice location, but we 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 discussed it before. Take, yeah. All them goddamn yeah, yeah. roaches up in that motherfucker, bro. Like roaches. that shit was crazy. It was a lot of roaches, man. It was a lot of roaches. Man. It was a lot of roaches. I had I had some roaches fall on a girl like mid mid <laughs> and we was like, whatever, we just gotta keep it pushing. Girl, Damn, bro. Crazy. Damn, bro. Yeah, juice, juice. Wild. See, that's what I'm saying. That's the, juice that's levels the, that's the, unheard of. Goddamn. Nah, look, man. But see, that's the thing, though. That's 
when you're young, it's whatever. Like women who are in there, like when you're in your late teens and early twenties, there's not. I don't there's know. not nothing to choose from in that regard. No, like, bro. I feel I feel about, differently. I feel different in the dorms, and think about how disgusting a dorm just is. It ain't no decor. It ain't no lighting. It ain't no plants. You're fucking under a fucking terrible fluorescent light on sheets that haven't been washed in a month. So I will say that I largely agree with you, but I think that like around like senior year, like women start having expectations. Like women were like, okay. okay. You can't be a fucking nobody. You got to have like a fucking five year plan or some shit. Okay, like it it was different around that point. But I do largely. You're right. Now you're right. It, that that shit was crazy because I was I was definitely fucking grown women with with full professional jobs on a mattress on the floor. That shit was that shit was wildness. Bro, yeah. I wish you're I right. could tell the story that you that you would bring us over and have us also sitting on the mattress. Oh my god, that's crazy. Right? Yeah. That was the whole. It wasn't <laughs> much room exactly. in that. It was it was a small it was a small was, spot. <laughs> damn. Yeah. yeah, you don't remember that shit, Josh? Yeah, of course. Like I we do. Go, like we go over there, and he be like, "Oh yeah, you guys can just but, sit on the mattress." Yeah, as well. but you, it just jogged my memory though, because like I. Re- <laughs> hey man, I cut this part. <laughs> but Atlanta, you was getting it. You was getting it. What was song. I getting at? Oh, I was just saying that we should we should go to we should all go like we should do like some travel content, like all go oh. somewhere and you know see what's up, do a little content out there, and then you know. And I was saying one potential spot if y'all are interested could be Japan, like. Cause I, I, I mean, kinda, it's on it's on my I list some, anyway. Yeah, that's same. yeah, and I got some connects over there, so like you know, it could be a little, could be a little situation, you know, like bro. And I, you, let me trust you, Josh. I know right now you will probably get scouted to model like three days into the trip. Mm. Guaranteed, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. guaranteed. I got tat. Well, see, my tattoos might be an issue. So they love that. Nah, nah. See, that's <clears throat> see, this is the thing. So there is the tattoo thing with like the yakuza or whatever, but all the fashion like people like all the all the photographers and creators and magazines out there everything that they're looking for is like western shit so if you have tattoos if you look just not like a japanese person they are immediately like trying to put you in a magazine trying to put you on a billboard trying to put you in something so tattoos Mm. is a plus in that regard the only issue where a tattoo is going to be a problem is if you're trying to get into a bathhouse that's pretty much the only situation where it's really going to be an issue if at all, I don't even know if that's fully a thing anymore because everybody has tattoos these days. I saw I saw it on TikTok, like like people giving like live updates of hey, this is something that you need to consider if you're going to visit Japan. But so they definitely do still have those rules in place, but they also have like those bathhouses that accept people with tattoos, and it's yeah. not a problem. So you can get it's around. A non, it. It's yeah, it's largely not an issue. Like it's more than the states, obviously, but it's 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 not in day to day life. It's not an issue. Nah, but nah, dead ass. I'm, I'm with that. I'm down for that. Let's go. Let's do it. I got a homeboy in Osaka, but that's, you know, whatever. Okay, like, I'm down. That's like a train that. ride. That's, I think the Shinkansen goes between them two. We can definitely, yeah. All right, cool. All right. Shall we get into some, some topicals, you know? Fuck yeah. All right, cool. So, one that I liked was old girl who said <laughs> she's 25 and had never had a real friend. Did y'all, did y'all see that one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had... Friends. I'm just so lonely all the time. I just don't know what's wrong with me. Just because I feel like the the like loneliness thing is always talked about in the in the lens of like guys, but old girl was like going through it. And I think a lot of people kind of are 25 and zero friends. Like has never had a real friend. She kind of thought some people were her friends. She, you know, kind of had like a few friends from high school, blah, 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 and just didn't really they never really clicked and it never really felt like they were ever real relationships. Well I will say that like I kind of fuck with like Alvin Preach's like take on it. It's like these relationships take time and effort. 
and much like relationships with intimate partner, people often think that their friendships are just supposed to happen. But the reality is they require effort. They require time, they require presence, they require intentionality. And a lot of people take that stuff for granted. And so when they're not able to foster these kinds of relationships, it's like, doesn't really happen. People don't have friends, it's like, well, how many times have you shown up to their special events? How many times have you guys reached up to spend time offline? How many times have they messaged you and you've really messaged in a timely manner or you've reached out to them? Which I is, think so. They did which great. Which is they weird. Great. I was no, like, bro, oh, shit. Bro, they get a bad, they get a bad rap from people that's soup that's from like the leftist community because like they're not as bad as people make them out to be. It's on I topics. am the leftist community, Josh. They, you gotta... hey, well, <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> you are talking to the community. Do not get it fucked up. I, I, I am the Senate. <laughs> I am the police, nigga. Right, right, nigga. You are talking to the system, bro. Those are those are very good movie references for those not tracking. By the way, just just wanted everybody to know. But not you don't have to explain yourself. (laughs) But yeah, no, like they 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 make. They have sensible saying. No, what the fuck was that, Eddie? This motherfucker, Eddie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. What the fuck was that? This nigga just leaned to the side and just fucking like. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. You feeling yourself, bro? Like, I don't know. I, I, f- I feel like I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to move my body to get a, a task accomplished, and then people start saying that I'm doing something weird. I don't know what's going on. Sometimes you the best, Eddie. You the best. I'm sorry. Continue, Thank you. Josh. No, I was just about to say like they they more. I will give them at bare minimum half the time they have reasonable saying takes. I give them half for sure. Yeah, I like, give but, them half, maybe better than half. Yeah, it, it, I was being polite, like not not yeah. like 90, 80 percent. Since we got like, the leftist community in the call, you wanted to be polite. I understand. That's mm-hmm. yeah, you know. But the leftist like, community uh, is in the room with us right now. I know, I know, but yeah, yeah but and because I just I just saw like a lot of people that just oh I don't fuck with I've been preached point blank period. I'm like yo they they not that bad. I, I understand, we we've like, been compared to them topics. But yeah. we, we've been compared to them, so you know. I'm definitely trying to get them to come through for sure. Like if, if if their game to come through, if y'all if any of our listeners are linked up with them or you know share a fan or like in their fan base, reach out. We're down. Oh, hundred percent. But yeah, no, I, I I think that their take was was fantastic because it's all. I mean, all of that is true. Like you have to try, and it's difficult, and it is like I feel like it's harder these days than it mm-hmm. has been in the past because a lot of the the like third spaces that we had in the past have really been disintegrated. Like a lot of the places where you would be kind of forced to have proximity and repeated interaction with people in your jobs, in school, in church, intramural groups, sport groups, all that kind of shit, you know, sororities, fraternities, whatever that would bring you together don't exist as much. A lot of people aren't going to university and college like they used to and all of the things that would kind of keep you continuously interacting to form a friendship just fall the fuck apart. And like I want to I want to talk on that as like a a person who's largely an introvert and a person who doesn't like mind being an introvert um i remember when i went to grad school for the first time um it was a great experience academically like i learned a lot i loved what i studied i don't have a single meaningful connection from that period of my life from grad school i didn't really think much of it but as i went through my career um, post post grad school the first time I started thinking about how if I needed something in that regard like I didn't have any connections I had no network and so when I went to my second senior grad school to get my MBA I made it a point 
to try to put myself out there mm. and like I, I, and i remember like the first step that i made again as a person who is an introvert a person who's not necessarily like comfortable doing that kind of stuff we had a we had a a class group me that we started and one member of the class who ultimately became one of my best friends like in life said like i'm going out anybody want to come and that was kind of like the jumping off point of me being integrated into like the social community in my mm. media program and and yeah. the and the the beginning of our friendship so and that was difficult for me it was something i had to be intentional about it was something i had to do and it was something that i knew i had to be intentional about because i knew that in the past when i wasn't intentional about it how that limited me mm. so i do i do agree with eddie i think i think that i think that it's difficult for a lot of people more so than others i think that even outside of the context of university slash college it can be even more difficult but i think that a good thing that i've been preached like highlighted when they were talking about it is that you have to kind of be intentional and work towards those kind of relationships they don't kind of just happen yeah and i especially know that's in the e- modern day yeah. especially in the modern thing and i think and i think that's easier said than done <clears throat> But yeah. I do think that you have to be intentional about how you do it. Like they're not going to fall into your lap. For anybody who's dealing with what like that particular poster is dealing with, it's it's the intentionality that you're missing. You kind of got to put yourself out there. The stuff's not going to fall into your lap. But I do want to give the caveat that that's the hard part. That's where we kind of got to bridge the gap because that's the difficult portion of it. Anybody can tell you that you got to be intentional about it. So now we got to talk about the hows, the whys, the wins, all that kind of stuff. Well, her problem was, was that she actually, like you said, like she thought Follow she up. had friends. It was like she had friends. But yeah, she wasn't following up with people. So, mm. and when she was, she wasn't being intentional when she did have the opportunity to make friends, like to make long lasting friends because it's a two, friendship is a two way street. Like, and she recognized it in the video that, you know, when like, you know, one of the one of the girls that she was cool with, like, she would text her, invite her out. She wouldn't respond for a day or so later. Or like mm. when they was hanging out, like she started crying about like, oh, I wish I would have actually said something. Else. I'm like, damn, like, so you mean to tell me you went over to this person's spot and you wasn't talking at all? Like you was just in, mm. like wishing you was home? So I can definitely understand why somebody, well, okay, I guess that didn't, I'm not going to bother you, but. I'm not hanging out with her. She weird yeah. as hell. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, shit. You kind of got to put some work in, yeah. Yeah, you got to put work in. And it's like, like again, going back to my first sin in grad school, I remember, and I was thinking about this not that long ago because I was talking about, again, making, you know, really good friends in my MBA program. I remember, because I was in a dual master's program my first sin in grad school, and it was maybe nine of us. They asked me to do something, and I remember how I responded to them asking me to do something. I said, no. Like, I'm not going to that <laughs> shit. And they never asked me Dorks, to do anything. Again, they yeah, asked yeah they never asked me again. to do anything ever again. I was like, thunk it. <laughs> yeah. So I remember think I remember playing that scenario. Like <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I remember playing that scenario back in my mind and was just like, man, you were a fucking asshole. Like, and you didn't yeah. put yourself out there. So that's why you don't fucking have those connections. So juxtapose that. I remember when I met Eddie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. We were having conversations just in a general forum about movies. Mm. And Eddie is a big movie guy, and I'm a big movie guy. And Eddie invited me to a movie night. I don't know if you remember this, Eddie, but that's how that's how we became cool. You invited me to a movie night. And I was like, that's not even that's not even some shit that I would normally even do for somebody that I didn't Mm. particularly know that well. And I was like Real niggas don't even do that type of shit. Yeah, and I was like, no man, this guy, you know, invited me to a movie night, you know, like that kind of shit. So like I went and like now we're fucking here, like years later. So Mm. it's like 
You really got to be intentional with this kind of shit and kind of step outside your comfort zone to kind of do that kind of stuff. Because if you do what's comfortable to you, a lot of times you're going to miss out on those situations. And I've been on both sides of that, like mm-hmm. pretty regularly. So I, I I know what that looks like. And you know what, to, to, to add on that, because I think that there's, there's maybe two sides of this. And I think, and I, I'm, I think we should be as specific as we can in this conversation. Cause I really think, we should be as a community kind of like building a model for like how to connect with other people. Cause we, people talk about this shit when it comes to like relationships so much of like, here's how to find your wife, how to find your husband. And here's how to do the first date and the second date and the third date and what to do. But they don't really talk so much about strategically how to build community and friendships, which can be so much more fulfilling and is so much more important. And the culture really doesn't, you really got to do it all for yourself. Like, and not to get into the bag of like pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but look, in the Sometimes in 2023, yes, but I think that there's some structural problems that, that are putting people yes. in a worse scenario than 100, the 100%, 100%. need to be addressed. 100%. But it's like, and so, I, but, but we, we're here right now. We're here right now. And so, being here right now, nobody's going to come save you. No one's going to come fix the YMC at your local place. No one's going to make it more affordable for you to go to college. You have to do really all of the work to create your relationships and your friendships so with that being said listener i think it's two real main ways that you can do this which is or two kind of techniques which is one create situations for incidental hanging and two say yes to situations for incidental hanging so if you're in the eddie situation of being like all right i'm gonna put together a movie night and i'm gonna invite people but also if you're in the alvin situation of being like i low-key don't even know if i 100 percent want to fuck with this but like fuck it yes like, so just saying yes when those opportunities do arrive, but also creating those opportunities, I think, are two really big things that you have to commit yourself to doing. And the other thing is, so I'm a, I am garden a fair bit. I would say I'm a gardener, you know? And I think I've kind of like, I guess maybe like learned a lot of shit from gardening or just kind of think about things in gardening terms. A lot of this shit when it comes to relationships is not going to be like instant gratification. Because I feel like with the relationships, at least you kind of get to fuck on the first date, maybe, or whatever, you know, if you're, you're, like you get Eddie. to fuck on the first date. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get to fuck on the first date, at least it's, it's kind of fun, you know, <laughs> I mean, even if it's date, You can always fuck on the first date, am I right? I know. Pop, no, it's not for everybody else. Am I right, guys? That's not how it is. Popping his fucking shawl collar over here, just fucking like, you know. Oh, they love it. Yes. But... But with friendships, it's like realistically, the good part of the friendship might be 12 months out, if not further from the initial starting point shit. Shit can be like boring. You're talking to motherfuckers you don't want to hang out with, people who are irritating, people who are annoying. And then you look back after two years and you're like, fuck, this person's my emergency contact. But it takes it can take months, 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 years to get to that point. But you got to you got to plant those seeds now and you got to be willing to do that and do it across a few avenues. But it just it takes that discipline and that commitment of yeah. being like, you can't you can't you can't will friendship into existence mm-hmm. on day one just because you're lonely. When, once you're lonely, it's already too late. You got to start now to give your future self that gift of friendship. So yeah, it's crazy because sometimes like you got to follow your gut when it when like your gut tells you to talk to somebody mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. ask them what how they doing or like you know what I'm saying um start strike a conversation if you see something interesting like you can talk to it. That somebody has on just or or what or what you call it? That's what they watch. If someone has on a what you call it, like oh what's that? Oh cool, I know X Y Z about that. But you have to get out oh, of your yeah. own way and it's really step outside of your comfort zone. To actually have those conversations and oh shit man, I, I hope my 
I ain't about to say no names, but I hope my homeboy don't mind if I tell the story. But like one of my my longest um friendship, this nigga's been my brother since like fifth grade. Now mind you, literally mm. we're children in the fifth grade. Yeah. Um. He uh I, he man like the teacher wouldn't let him go to the bathroom. Had a little small incident on himself in class. Yeah, it's a situation. And, you know, yeah. of, and you can imagine like you know the embarrassment. You put this man business out there. Not you know what I'm saying? Five. He's five. <laughs> I know, but but you, but you can imagine cause, like the, the classroom kind of smells it. We don't know who it's coming oh, from. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it hasn't been so, identified. Kind of, you know, kind of murmurs in the classroom, kind of figure it out. But I just remember when we were walking, when we were like leaving school that day, for some reason, something told me to just go up and talk to him and walk him home. And me, and me and him, I walked him home that day. Damn. And we've been yeah. like that ever since, ever since. Yeah. So, I mean, not similar situations, but like <laughs> the the friend that I just referenced like prior in the, in the story about, you know, being in my NBA program and like, you know, early in the program, I went I went out. Um, cause she put out the invite again, still one of my best friends today. Um, uh, we talk regularly. She, she effectively adopted me. Right. Cause she's an extrovert, you know, and I'm mm. an introvert. So yeah. like during the program, she'd be like, Oh, Alvin, you got to come to this concert. Oh, Alvin, you got to do this. And like that eventually helped me like find my place in like the social hierarchy of those kind of situations. So like it got to the point where I would be the person who would like suggest that we like do things like as a group. So like trivia is kind of like my thing. Like I have a lot of random stuff. Like I love, I love trivia. So we would always never went to trivia together. Did we? Have we ever done trivia? We've never done trivia. We did a trivia. Actually, no, we did. We did one time. We did one time. Okay. Okay. Literally once. But like in my NBA program, like basically a standing Thursday thing that you know was kind of formed around like my my love for trivia and and her kind of being like the social butterfly that she was kind of blossomed out of that so i do think that josh brings up a a, a very great point that you kind of gotta understand you got you kind of got to read the tea leaves a little bit you know understand like what can be like a meaningful relationship and and what feels good and what feels right ethically like from your gut and that kind of can guide you a little bit so i do i do get that the only thing i wanted to say is is that I do think that there's the line where people are struggling to kind of cultivate what friendship means to them personally, right? Like friendship mm, and what point. like what is a good friend and what you want from a friendship is a very complicated subject, even though like I think superficially we think that it's very simple. Oh, like that's my friend like that. Like people very have true. like people have struggled with defining what is a good friend for centuries for thousands of mm. years um and like in in preparation for this conversation i kind of just went back and like read some excerpts from like aristotle's like the nicomachean ethics because he has mm. um in book eight he has like that whole treatment about like what's a good friend and he goes into you know friendship of of, of utility friendship of pleasure friendship right, for, right, right. quote unquote the good all that kind of stuff like this motherfucker had no like he he, he was posing questions in that book mm. right he was like well this is what i think I don't know. Sure. Do you motherfuckers agree? Like uh, a lot of this stuff is more complicated than than I think we give it credit for. So I also think that sometimes when people say they don't have any friends, I think they're also putting a lot of onus on like the relationships that they do have to be something that I don't necessarily think a friend has to be in order to be a good friend. But I I think maybe the opposite. Like I think that people don't put as much on their friendships as they should, which I think, I think is think fair. That a lot of people in what way? Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll get into it. But first, I also want to say that I think that a lot of the people who, I mean, 
because I think a lot of people are suffering from loneliness and only maybe a few kind of get to the point where they're like in tears about their loneliness in the way this this woman was. But I think a lot of people are kind of in that situation. And I think a lot of it is not just like there's a lot of people who have a lot of social connections who have no friends. And I think those people are less likely to complain about loneliness. And I think it's similar to the incel conversation. So what I'm getting at is I think if you have people in your life, it's a lot easier to then from that point cultivate, cull, prune relationships. If you got no one, if you don't have anybody that you can hang out with on a Saturday night, that's a much tougher situation. So I think a lot of the advice that we gave is like how to get some people in your life. Period. Yeah, so to bring that's back the first the, step. How to bring anybody, because you're stuck at zero. And I think to, to go back to the gardening metaphor, it's like once you plant some trees and you can prune some stuff back and decide what you want and pull stuff up, it's cool. But if you've just got barren land, you can't do anything with that. You can't eat off yeah. that. So you got to plant yeah. something. But, so that's the first thing. I think some people are just at zero yeah. relationships. And that's, uh, you know, um, you're going to say, Alvin? No, go, go to the second thing. I ain't want to cut you off. The second thing is, I think that turning a relationship or a set of relationships or a social circle into actual friendships is a different thing. So I have a very specific definition of what I consider to be a friend. But also there's there's levels within that, which is a thing I've learned over time. And I think people don't mm -hmm. ask enough of their friendships. And I think Simon Sinek is the one who kind of put me on to this, is that I think a friend... So I realized recently that I use the word friend too loosely. Yeah, I'm friends with him. Yeah, yeah, he's a friend of mine, right? And the reality is uh, I call a lot of people friends who aren't my friends. And I think this is one of the probably the best definition is that a friend is someone that you can depend on without feeling that you're a bur burden, that you can have them depend on you without feeling that they're a burden, someone who you can tell about your successes and your failures without feeling shame or, the, or that they're going to compete with you and a person that you don't mind sharing your secrets with. And I would add that I, when I think of friendship, I also think about a person who is a witness to your life in some way, meaning they know what's going on with you at any given time. Now, obviously, there's layers of friendship where not all of those criteria will be met, but I would say at the highest level of friendship, that's all of those criteria are, are met. And I think that you can cultivate that. But it, takes, it, it takes effort, it takes work, yeah. and it takes specifically choosing who you're going to, and, and communicating that. Like, here's what I'm looking for in friendship, or here's this what I expect from this relationship type of shit. It sounds so formal when you say it. Like, I mean, because like, that, that... Maybe. Because for me, like... I've never had to explicitly say that, say anything like that to any of my friends. Like it's that's just what it is. But for the most part, neither have I. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, like, because that's I feel like that's kind of job interview. Like I don't, I wouldn't recommend for some. Here's what I'm actually. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm, that's but like yeah. I mean, conceptually, I'm that's just, yeah. yeah. I'm conceptually about the concept. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. For sure. Um, cause. Man, that's, I'm not at drinks like, all right, look, by the way, I pull out a fucking <laughs> laptop and like, this is what we're doing here. Like, that's not happening. But yeah, I feel I feel like it. I feel like it gets. And again, I'm going back to Aristotle. I feel like that gets that friendship of utility. And I feel like my understanding of like his treatment of friendship, because I because I actually don't like Simon Sinek at all. Like he's the fucking mm. he's he's Malcolm Gladwell with 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 less sources i like malcolm gladwell yeah, right yeah. you know how i feel about malcolm gladwell like he i be like on bullshit, but it's good bullshit. <laughs> yeah he'd be on bullshit but it's good bullshit that's actually the perfect way to explain malcolm yeah. gladwell no but simon sinek simon sinek's friendship take is i think one of the best friendship takes i've ever seen from yeah. a internet person yeah but i feel but i feel like it get, it gets very much at like friendship of utility and and Aristotle's treatment of friendship of utility was like that was like like the lowest possible tier friend, like none I like none of colleague. That's not a friend, yeah, yeah. But my whole thing is that 
some of that stuff I think gets gets muddy for me personally because I think me being a good friend is not being a burden, right? Like I'm like I'm not even like I'm actively trying yeah. not to be a burden, for example, right? I think me being a good friend is like I'm actively trying not to put you in a position where like I think you should. I'm yeah, put, I'm, I'm putting you in like a precarious like kind of kind of like no from like a secret perspective, for example, right? Like I feel like I feel like some of that stuff like gets like a little bit more nuanced when you kind of like really break it down. And I'm not saying I have all the answers on that because again, I want to continue to give the caveat that. Some of the brightest minds in human history don't have great definitions and great drill downs for what friendship truly is. But I do also Did think you that just like incidentally refer to yourself as one of the greatest minds of is that what just happened just there? No. Okay. If that's what if that's what it came like from, the third person, this nigga said some of the greatest minds can't solve this. So I'm, so it's okay. If, that, that if that's what if view. that's what it came out as, like my my bad, but no, but no, like I mean, no, right, I mean, maybe maybe mind. maybe top twenty five percentile. I don't know, you know. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Why get that too? Yeah, but no, you but you like up there, you up there. Yeah, but like I I truly believe that like a lot of people need to kind of sit down and kind of figure out what like their personal definition of friendship is. That's ultimately what I want to get at, right? It's going to mean something different to everybody. I think when we try to give like universal definitions for it, that's where we kind of like fuck up. And I think like you kind of got to find like what specifically makes a friend for you in a way that's mm. fulfilling and kind of bridges that gap for your specific loneliness within reason. Because sometimes your loneliness is also like not a function mm. of anybody else other than 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 your hangups but in general i think i think yeah maybe literally maybe but i think that in general people should kind of define those things personally and kind of figure out what that looks like for them but i also think that there there are these kind of like hollywood depictions of like what a friendship should be that kind of like skew like that personal like lens i think that part of the utility of having a like a universal kind of a definition or foundation is that I don't think we have, like if I, if I got on here and said a healthy romantic relationship has the following things and does not have the following things. I don't think any of us would balk at that or go like, Oh, well, it's each individual. Like, yes, of course, each individual. I think, I think me, I think me and Josh would like historically, like kind of having those conversations with us. I think, I think both of us would. If I was about that. to, I, I was know. thinking of like, I was thinking okay. of contentions when you said that. Like, yeah. <laughs> something in me. Just May, like, okay. <laughs> okay maybe let me let me let me finish this point and then maybe y'all will still disagree i think that if i go a good romantic relationship should be one where you don't um you don't uh, uh default towards insulting one another or it doesn't have physical violence or when the other person gives a bid for affection you more often than not take it on board um you think proactively about how to meet the other person's needs and they do the same thing for you. Like th those things, for instance, I think maybe I'm wrong, but I think we would kind of go, yeah, pretty much every romantic relationship should probably have those things. There's variation, but probably everyone should have all of those four things. For instance, I think, I think for most of those things, like if you like set like a baseline of it, like I don't even necessarily think you have to be a friend for anything that you would like say outside of like for, or, or even like a romantic partnership other than like intimacy Broadly defined, it, it, like intimacy, I think most of the things that you would say outside of that would be like basic common courtesy in my mind. Like, oh, like I don't like do mean things to this person. Like, cool, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I think prefer like to do how, mean how things about, to yeah. like anybody. How about okay. this? Because like when I think of friendship, like just a baseline, right? Like I should be able yeah. to tell you something in complete confidence, and I don't have to worry about 
you saying that shit to somebody else or spreading my business. Like, you know, I should be able to be confide in you without having to worry and I don't about think that's it getting very, out. And, I, don't, and I think that's a universe. And part of maybe what I'm getting at is I think having a universal foundation is that, again, to my initial point, I think a lot of people are not demanding enough from their rela- their friendships. They're not, they don't think that a friendship can meet They're just like, yeah, I mean, look, my homeboys are my homeboys, but if it ever came down to it, they might fuck my girl. If it ever came down to when I really needed them, it's kind of a 50-50 split. Yeah. That's just that's what it is in the streets. And I think coming in and going, no, this is actually the bare minimum. Not what every – I think that's what I'm talking about is that the definition of a bare minimum relationship is kind of necessary for people to go out into the world and have healthy relationships. So if you go, look, everybody has to – because this is what happens with like romantic relationships. People go, don't tell people how to have their relationships, and it's really just a nigga beating his girl. And it's yeah. like, no, there are certain things that aren't acceptable. There are certain bare minimums, which we talk about bare minimums on this podcast all the time. Every man in a relationship should be not doing the following things or should be doing the following things or vice versa. So I say the same thing with friendship. And I think the things that I outlined are things that everybody should be looking to have at least one relationship that fulfills those things. At least one, I would say, outside of romance. But at the same time, too, because I mean, I I, I dig all that. At the same time, too, you should also have like a chemistry with that person. Like in the platonic yeah. sense, you know what I'm saying? Like you should of be course, able to like, y'all course. should like the same similar stuff, have a yeah, similar yeah, yeah. sense true, of humor. And now we're at friendship, and now we're at friendship of the pleasant, the pleasantry friendship. Mm. Ooh, this Ara- nigga was Aristotle, <laughs> Aristotle is a fucking prophet, man. Let's go. Hell yeah. So <laughs> go ahead, Alvin. <laughs> Hit us with what Aristotle said about the... The, what what, what, what you said, man? What you said? You came to that. You came to that conclusion independently. Pleasant. You know mm, what I'm saying? Damn, this nigga, this nigga Aristotle Ooh, is really Aaron Yeager, bro. Sending memories to the future, my nigga. Let's go. Um, damn, that was a deep cut for all the it's fans really, out there. Josh oh, is really man. Aristotle, and he wrote this and then sent it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wrote my own shit. Nigga, stop. In the past. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. The nigga mocking ethics. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah the nigga mocking mocking mm-hmm. ethics. Good job. Mm-hmm. That, you know that was that was real big brain shit right there, Eddie. Good job. Mm-hmm. There we mm-hmm. go. I like it. But yeah, bro. It's a, but I think the main thing is is though like yes, but show up when you have an opportunity to make friendships. Like yeah, yeah. because I've I've know I've known I like passed up on some possible friendships just because I didn't show up at the time. Like yeah. and this is like post college and like. Or just adulthood, you know what I mean? Like, we all know how much more difficult it can be to make friends the older you get, especially in this day and time. So, like, when you do meet people, it's like, yo, y'all hit it off at the, at, at the function. And like, yo, man, we got to hang out. Oh, yeah, man, we got to do X, Y, and Z. A lot of times niggas just say that shit. Like, yeah, we and we mean it in the moment, it. but mm-hmm. there's no action behind those words We got to get beer, day. bro. We got to right. catch up. <laughs> right. So, you know, so, sometimes, like, bro, send that text message. Yo, man, yeah. just just reaching back out. Um, you know what I'm saying, Joe, what you got going on, da, da, da. like, you know what I'm saying, you want to get up, want to get the beer, whatever. And then if you get that text message, like Alvin was saying, be open to, to saying yes. Say or, yes. Or, no, excuse me, uh, Eddie said, be open to saying yes, absolutely. And, like, the thing with no, me yeah. in that situation is, like, sometimes, like, I've, like, worked to cultivate those relationships when I really didn't want to. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just because, like, man, you know, somebody invites you to something, you're really not feeling it, but it's like, you know, like, I'm cultivating relationships. And I think that that's he's thinking that in his head. One hundred percent. I'm I'm, 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 I'm planting that seed mm-hmm. so that Word later I can so that later I can I can I can reap what I what I what I sow. Um, in Sit that under regard. the shade of that tree. Man, it's it's just funny to think about 
how you met your friends and just kind of by how chance people come into each other's lives. Because I met I met Eddie through my old roommate. And Alvin, mm. I, I, you, I definitely, come on, you know, we hung out, but I don't, Alvin, you never came to the apartment that I was staying at at the time. Mm-mm. But you might have met my the, I did. the person. I, yeah, yeah. I, I met that roommate first. It, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. And then, because it was a poetry night thing, and then I met Eddie, and Eddie started talking to me too. And Eddie was like, yo, come out to such and such. So I was like, oh, okay, well, he seems cool. And this is a time mm. where, you know, I, I got friends, but I don't have a lot of stuff going on. Like, you know, I don't, I need more of a social life. So I said yes. And I met, met Alvin through the whole group. Shenanigans happened. Good ones. <laughs> I've, I've, I've met lasting friendships through Eddie. Like, you know, again, again, saying, yeah, I'll, I'll come to this movie night. Like, random random person that like i tangentially know i'll come to that movie night was a was a very good decision oh so. bro you put me on stouts i started drinking stouts because of you yeah, yeah the milk stout the nitro the nitro milk stout. the left-handed yeah. nitro milk stout yeah 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 because yeah, alvin, alvin ordered it that, yeah. and yeah. he was like oh yeah you want to see he some was cool like, what's shit? That? <laughs> i like that i'm like what i'm seeing yeah that's the other wonderful thing i think about friendship is like learning i don't know what what Aristotle said about this one, but like learning from friendships and all that kind of shit, like being put onto something or be, or like maybe something you're already into and you and like make a connection off of a shared interest. And then they t- t- show you more stuff about that. You show them stuff about that new music, new shows, new books, whatever it is, mm-hmm. new alcohols is. Yeah. Th- that's one of the, that's one of the, the bits of magic there. And I, yeah, look, I, I just think that we, that if, if people kind of looked at their friendships and said, it doesn't have to be as like the outline that I gave is not that's what you show up to a first date. The same way you wouldn't do that if you show up to a, da- a date going like here, I expect the following and I'm trying to have a baby by this. Da, 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 da. Like that's weird as fuck. People but do it. coming in and going like. But people do it. I'm just saying. Yeah, which is which is weird as fuck. But having some intentionality and going like I'd like a friendship that can benefit my life the, and who I can benefit somebody else's yeah. life is like coming in with that. You can't you can't create those. I mean, look, they do happen. By happenstance, of course, but like, it's a lot harder to create those if you're not coming in with like, no, this is what I consider a friendship to be, you know, at least so that you can, so you can kind of like divide stuff up because sometimes because every every relationship ain't gonna be there, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have drinking buddies, you hang with them when you hang with them, it's cool, it's whatever. But at least having in your mind like, oh, like it is possible to have a friendship where this is a person who I can go to when I need something emotionally. Just having that as a as a as a thought. Yeah. Is a thing that a lot of people never even fucking have. That's and that prevents them from forming that type of relationship. That's crazy. That's fair. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's fair. But that's but just to, to think to not have people like that that you can call. Like you know what I'm saying when you're going through mm. it. Because hell, you know, it's um, uh, it's only a few, it's a few people that I know I can. Well, you know, I can call it. I have that definition of friendship down packed. Like, I know who yeah. my friends are. Like, I don't use that shit lightly. Yes. And, like, if you my that's friend, friend you my brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? I refer to, that's, that's nigga like my brother. Um, that's all I'm talking about. And I know I can call on them, but I don't always call on them when I'm going through something. It's like, if it's a specific thing, I know I can talk to this person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
and then I, you know, I'll talk to the other person like later on down the line, or maybe maybe just never fucking come up again. But just not having mm. somebody that you can um when you're really going through it, that's tough. That's tough as fuck. I don't think yeah, I don't think y'all realize how debilitating that can be to be like, yo, I just got fired, or my girl just cheated on me, or I just my parent died. And if you don't have a relationship and you're a young woman, a young man, you know, otherwise, and you go like, there's, it's just me in this pain. I don't have anybody to talk to about this. I don't have anybody to distract me and hang out and grab a drink with. Like that is some seriously excruciating pain. Like that. I don't think we maybe fully grasp. So like, and, and the other thing is having like a half friend is also a difficult fucking situation. Your dad just died, and you're like, "Do I call that girl who one time said we should get drinks?" Oh, you know hell what no. I mean? Yeah, no. Right. Well, so it's I like mean, that's even. I mean, well, you know, I wouldn't consider it that does sometimes a friend. happen. Yeah, I wouldn't consider that's that person my point. a friend. That's my point. That's my like, point. I, Which is I mean, that, my, well, my my point is a lot of people don't have any friends yeah. in the in the way that we have kind of coalesced on our definition. A lot of people have some drinking buddies, right? Like that the the woman in the video, she might have some social connections with some other women and she goes i'm going through it who do i talk to and it's like i guess i could call Susie, but i come across like in a fucking insane person we don't have that relationship like why you, yeah why you so calling I really me about don't have anybody so sorry like, i guess what the fuck and then so it's like it's like don't you have somebody else to call for this and it's like actually no that's a that's a that's a whole other pain of having people yeah. you know but no one you can talk to no but i think the only thing that i would say is I I understand that and I get it and I understand that what we're telling like people in that situation to do is difficult. But you kind of got to start somewhere and start cultivating those relationships like now if that's what you want. Yes. yes. So I'm I'm very fortunate. So I you know I talked about how I had struggles at a specific point in my life on like finding like new connections and all that kind of stuff but like since i've like overcome that like i have like lots of connections and people that i talk to on the daily basis and that i that i love and care for for my nba program like people that i've like um you know grown close to and like have like great like love and admiration for like even in my work like post that but i'm fortunate in the fact that like i have connections that like i've known since like fucking elementary school you know what i mean like i've i've held on to a lot of like really great friendships like throughout my entire life but that takes work you mm-hmm. know like at, at every single mm-hmm. step of the way that was that was me doing stuff that was uncomfortable for me that was me doing mm-hmm. stuff that wasn't necessarily convenient that was me doing stuff that wasn't necessarily fun so you got to start somewhere if you want those level of of connections. If you want that level of camaraderie, you got to start somewhere. And I think that when you have a person in the situation, like the young lady that we're referencing, she's got to just start. The person that like she made like just had like a connection with that that said, "Oh, let's get drinks." Like call her up, get drinks, mm-hmm. like do that. And again. I'm not saying that this is easy. Sometimes that's really hard. I'm a person, like personally, that's very hard for me. I'm an introverted person. Like people have to pull me out of my shell a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I'm very thankful that the people and the relationships that I've cultivated are people that like are willing to pull me out of my shell. But you got to work at it. You got to. Absolutely. One million percent. Join something, some kind of organization initiate like approach people say something to them especially if you get that tingle that says i should say i should say i like her purse 
I should say, oh, I like the shoes that old boy has. I should say, you know, like, do you want me to walk you home? Whatever it is. When people ask you to do something, say yes and continue to follow up because the relationship is not, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a thing that you build across time. And sometimes, there's another one. During this journey, shit will like start to fizzle out. You have to put in work to be like, okay, cool. We hung three yes. times and then now we haven't hung in a little while, blah, blah, blah. Reach out, say something, say yes to something, go to a plan, do something because a any relationship will die if you don't water it. It, yeah. it will die. That's its natural state. You have to continuously give to it. And you know what? Like when you reach out to people, sometimes they be, might be going through some shit and they might actually just need somebody to talk to. And and if you fuck around and be and feel like that person that's there for them in that moment, like that kind of yeah. gives y'all like a bond off rip, you know what I'm saying? Well, like that gives y'all like a solid bond, you know what I mean? But also, although we're saying that actually you got to put in the work, you got to show up, but you know, don't be weird with it. Like, you know, don't over communicate, don't over reach out, you know, and don't take it too personally if someone doesn't. Uh, respond or they say yeah. no maybe once or twice but you know like you that's true it is kind of like dating got to fill it out everybody don't don't sit there and try and force a circle into a square at the same time true. Too. it's like there's mm -hmm. there's some balance that goes into it i would my only thing is i would say if you're if you're trying to cultivate friendship from social circle then i would you may be very nervous like josh <laughs> no 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 i'm, I'm not just, getting i'm not there i'm in, I'm in two with, minutes i'm, I'm about to close out i'm just fucking with you i'm just fucking with you if i i would say if you're trying to if you've got relation if you've got people that you know but you're trying to turn those into genuine real friendships that might kind of bear fruit for a lifetime like the true what i kind of call like divine friendship then i would agree with your point like take it slow don't try and force shit that's not there like you know cultivate Though I would say, I think sometimes, because I've been quite explicit with my communication sometimes, um, but it's usually with people that I've been rocking with for a while where I'm just like, yo, by the way, this made me feel some type of way. The kind of thing that I'm looking for in friendship is X, Y, Z. Does that kind of line up with where you're at? And like talking that level of explicitness, the way you would in a relationship, I've done several times to you pretty much universally positive results. Um, I would also say if you're stuck at zero you might got to be a little bit weird because honestly, it's going to be a learning experience. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, you kind of almost can't be afraid to be weird because <laughs> you got to find zero, other weird people. You got to like, you got to know your audience. Yeah. Too. Like hang out, hang out with That's like true. Yeah. Hang, hang out with weird people. Because I know. It's just, this nigga Josh was like, you ain't got to hang out with motherfuckers with the swag that I got. You might got to find yeah, some yeah. of these. Don't, don't bring it over here. Well, like, don't I'm bring a different, it over here. Yeah, I mean, look, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know your audience. I'm weird yeah. my own way. <laughs> So, like, in, in other words, what I'm getting at is just don't be afraid to, to, to like, don't be trying, don't try and be too cool about it. Because I think sometimes when, yeah. when, when it's former friendships, we're trying to be too cool. Like, I don't want to do too much. I don't want to act weird. I don't want this person to think I'm trying to fuck when I'm really just trying to be a friend. Like, cool, fair enough. I, those are good things. But if you're at zero, don't even fucking worry about that shit. Just try and get, like, form something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get too ahead of yourself thinking, like, oh, I got to be the right blend of cool to kind of ask if this guy want to be my homeboy like just just fuck it up and be you know and keep and like pushing for, and like for real for real man I've, I've been trying to subtly like work this in the whole time but I, I, I don't want to gaslight people in those situations because I feel like a lot of people will just tell you that that's a lot easier than it is like I want people who are dealing it's with that so who not. are listening to us that is not it's an so easy not. thing for a lot of people. That is something that can be in, insanely difficult. So I want you to know 
if you hear this that like we we understand that like that's something that can be very uncomfortable you are going to be pushed outside of your comfort zone which can be hard it can be um very much something that like puts you in a state of 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 apprehension and anxiety get it but you'll feel so much better on the other side if you if you can work through that level of barrier it's hard but it's something that you must do unfortunately like the the tools just don't exist for that to be handed to you anymore so you have to to do this i think you said it better another like in an older video like it's difficult but it's something that's it's worthwhile it's worthwhile definitely you know what i'm saying because man Having people that you can have a good old knee slapper with, where I tell you, take the edge off of life sometimes. Yeah, that's a fact. Because honestly, if you don't have those kind of relationships in your life, you might be seeing a red flag. But at the same time, if you don't follow up in your relationships, if you don't cultivate that garden, if you don't grow those relationships, it could be you that's waving a red flag. It's been waving a red flag podcast. It's been Eddie. It's been Josh. It's been Alvin. We'll catch y'all next week. If you want all the bonus content that we put out every single week, the lives, the Discord, all that good stuff, hop on Patreon, Spotify, or YouTube memberships. We give community benefits on all four, of the, all three of those platforms. Obviously, those of you watching on YouTube, like it, subscribe it, turn your notification bell on, and we'll see y'all next week. We're live every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Peace, yeah. peace, peace. I can't believe we spent the whole hour <laughs> on Friends. Talking about friendship. Talking about friends. <laughs> friends. Friendship. How many friendship. of us have them? Friends. <laughs> friends. Once we can depend on. Once you can on. depend on. <laughs> friends. Yeah, that's good. And he never just gets on beat with me like during the song. Like he always just got to come really? behind. I I I really don't have a good because I thought we were singing together, but I, I Wait, every time I try and every time I try and sing with you, you're always just telling me that I'm bad and stupid. So no, I'm, I'm, because I'm you were not. like fucking thirty seconds behind this motherfucker. Like I don't know, I don't have a good sense of rhythm. If we're playing double dutch, like the the ropes would just fuck up every time in that situation. Okay, I'm bad at it. I'm sorry. There's several things that you're not good at, Josh. All right, absolutely. I don't roast you every time you fuck up a sentence. Jesus, absolutely, you, you absolutely. You be doing that shit in okay. your mind. Oh no! Nah. Oh man, you probably yeah, but do. I don't say it. I don't say. God damn, this motherfucker can't talk. I'm gonna have to edit that shit. God damn, this thirty <laughs> fucking more minutes of editing. Uh huh. Yep. No, no. I think you said it quite eloquently, Josh. Um, <laughs> every every time these niggas say you know what I mean, like I gotta fucking edit that shit out. Like goddamn, like the fuck, motherfuck. Uh, my apologies, but hey, this is what friends look like. You know, this is what friendships. It's, it's a give and take. You know what I mean? Nothing's perfect. No yeah, one's exactly. perfect. You know? It's a push and pull. You know. You know. Tug of war. Pause. It's a red flag.